0: your goal is not to be like them. Your goal is to be who you actually are and hit record and share that because when you're showing up as who you are and somebody else gets to see that and feel that connection, like that's how you actually stand out and build a real audience. You are listening to Amplify
1: Your Success Podcast, episode 340. And today, discover how to build a personal brand with video, even if you are camera shy. You ready for this? Let's get started. Hey there, Inspired Entrepreneurs and Business Leaders, your host, Melanie Benson, Possibility Igniter and Authority Amplifier for experts just like you, and today we're going to talk about a subject that even I had a little breakthrough around, and that is how to build a brand using video, especially if you're not really crazy about the camera. And I know a lot of people who say, I'll do any of the social media stuff, except I don't really like being on video. I don't really love being in front of the camera. This is for you. Because I found that building up your brand has so many benefits, including, you know, it can attract clients. It can help your potential client base really understand what it is that you do. Like, what is it that you do? And if they don't know what you do, they're going to click next and choose your competitor. They're going to go somewhere else because they don't recognize what you do. And you may not realize this, but a lot of times, potential clients, people who are booking speakers, they're vetting people without you even knowing it by looking over your social media and your website. So, really leveraging the power of video has a ton of payoff and I'm excited to bring this guest today to share uh, her insights on how to tap into video. Now, I find that your personal brand is part of a framework of seven key steps that when you pull all of these frameworks together, your brand is gonna be on fire and you're going to be the most logical go-to expert in your field. And instead of getting crickets and feeling like you're struggling to get clients, you're actually going to have a steady stream of great leads coming your way all the time. And your brand is part of that, but you do need seven key pieces in place to make sure that you have all of the parts working well. I have people all the time who say, I will do my video when... I have this or that ready, I don't feel ready. This is how to be ready. Now these are seven steps, seven frameworks, if you will, that I've been using since the beginning of my business in 2000. I've used them to get started, I have used them to ramp things up, I used them when I pivoted my brand. They are tried and true, they're proven, they're practical, and they are the seven keys that are gonna help you not just get noticed, but get paid well and be the person that people turn to to solve the problem that's your unique superpower. Now, I would love to share this with you and I'll make it a gift. Uh, We've actually updated it recently. So if you've had it in the past, you might wanna get it again. When you download it, I'll also have a little assessment that you can go through to really score yourself and see how well you're doing. So head over to amplifywithmelanie.com and be sure to join me in my Amplify Your Authority Facebook group and let me know what questions you have, and I'll walk you through the steps in a deeper way inside the group. Again, that's amplifywithmelanie.com, and that's also linked up in the show notes. So let's get into today's episode. Welcome back, Amplifiers. If you have been thinking about starting to do video, but you're kind of resistant, you don't like being on camera, you don't know what to say on camera, but you've got a personal brand and you want to amplify it, today is for you. Let me introduce you to my guest, Kelsey Moore. She is an online business and marketing consultant who specializes in video presence coaching for personal brands. She empowers leaders to magnetize their online presence with authenticity and excellence to become captivating. Her unique, insightful expertise comes from her work as a professional actress and personal development background after leaving a career in corrections. She's been featured in New York Weekly, Thrive Global, Entrepreneur Authority Magazine. She's even listed in the IMDb, which is a database for actors and actresses. I'm excited to have you join me today, Kelsey. Thank you so much for being here.
0: Yes, oh, it is my pleasure. Thank you, Melanie.
1: Okay, is there something in the IMDb that we might recognize the like name of the movie or the
0: series Uh, it's a good question but probably not Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think the thing I've been recognized in most is a Honda commercial (laughs) oh well there's that's pretty significant (laughs) yeah that's been kind of cool um most of you know the films I've gotten to do have been uh, amazing but they're indie so it's like you really maybe have to be more in the market for Mm. those things But what's cool is that I'm in a tertiary market and I still get those opportunities. And I actually, you know, now get to rather regularly audition for Netflix and network shows and things and making opportunities possible, even in such a weird, you know, place. Like I'm in Colorado as my home base, which there's just not a lot of stuff going on here. And Mm -hmm. It's finding the ways to make it work and create those opportunities. So maybe not a lot you'd recognize yet, but uh, still some really cool set experiences and I keep your eyes peeled because there are gonna be some neat things added to that pretty soon.
1: Oh, exciting little tease there. okay, yes. little fun fact that I have never said out loud ever. Oh yeah oh I just it's, I, I forgot about it completely until we were talking and I actually took six months of acting class when I was about, 19 or 20. Really? Yep. And in that moment, I was like, this is so not for me. Ah, <laughs> that's like, how
0: you learn. That's how you know. Oh, yes. <laughs>
1: yes. My, I mean, obviously, like I have come full circle and I, you know, being on stage, being a speaker it really uses a lot of those same energies. But yes. yes, I took that class and was really clear that was not the path I was going to take. Although we ended up in entertainment anyway, because my (laughs) hubby's in in the business. So (laughs) that's awesome. All right. Well, enough about me. Let's go back to you and let's talk about (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a fun fact, right? Like, you know, I've never even I forgot about it completely. I was like, oh my God, I did do that, didn't I? So, you know, video is such an interesting platform. And we know we talk about it here on the show. If you're on social media at all and you're paying attention to what's happening. We know that video is here to stay. We know mm-hmm. it is a very powerful way to uh, amplify your authority and develop your brand. Yes. And I also know there is a significant portion of our community here and the people that end up in the Amplifier Circle Ignite mastermind who go, I don't <laughs> know, video, it's so not me. Like, I don't know what to say. I don't really want to put myself out there that way. All right, let's talk to them first, Kelsey. How do we <laughs> inspire them to stop saying "I wish" or "I don't know," mm-hmm. and like really like step into this type of platform?
0: Uh, absolutely, it's a huge deal. <laughs> so the first thing I want to address with that is having that person take their power back in that feeling and take ownership over it, because there are endless, truly countless ways that you can earn money online, have a business, have a brand where you don't show your face and you're not on camera. You can have it be your pet. You can have it be your products. you uh, You can hire other people. You can just have a storefront. I mean, there are so many ways for you to have a business online that you do not need to be on video. So, If you are the personal brand who's like, oh, but I really do want to amplify. I really do have this message. It really is compelling. I really do want to get this out there. And so you're in this own internal battle struggle within yourself. That's like, I actually do want that where I am known out in the world because I believe in what I'm teaching and my core message and the transformation I can make for people and the business that I offer. But oh, I hate showing up on camera and I'm really insecure about this and it feels like and it doesn't feel like me. And I don't know if I, that is a war you're creating within yourself. So first thing I need you to do is acknowledge that that is fully self-perpetuated. And if you actually truly genuinely believe you are not meant to be on camera and you really do hate it and it's not for you, then switch your business model over to something where that's not part of it, where you don't need to be, where it's not going to be part of the conversation and make that decision so you can stop torturing yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But my guess is if you're the person who's like, I'm ready to amplify this, then it needs to really become that decision that you make where you're like, okay, I'm going to accept that I actually do want to be on camera. I actually do want my face out there, my personality, my energy, who I am, because that is the part that creates the personal in the personal brand. And I'm going to go through that tricky transformation and the yucky feelings and do the work and change my relationship with the lens and change how it is I actually feel about it so I can become okay with this and it can become something that I enjoy. It's Mm. not the answer most people like, but.
1: Well, you know, I think it's really great wisdom that you're bringing into the conversation because it's true you know there's a lot of people who are building a personal brand they're building a business around their expertise which is what we specialize in here and amplify mm-hmm. your success and and yet they're not willing to do the things that will help them amplify their impact yep. the, to build their influence and then ultimately brings in more income and so they end up stuck and yes. paralyzed right mm-hmm. And I think that there is something extraordinarily important about using the platforms that help you build credibility, mm-hmm. that develop a connection with somebody who's interested in what you do before they ever meet you.
0: Yes, exactly. And when you're showing up where they can actually see your face, I mean, hear your voice, feel your energy through the lens, this is the key thing I tell my clients is that the The camera lens, whether it's your phone, your computer, a professional camera, if you're on set, if you have one that's right up in your face or one that's thirty feet away, which by the way, takes a different control of energy. it's very tricky. It's different to to learn and to harness. But if you're doing news media interviews, you're going to have to adapt the way that you're presenting. But it's not it's not this glass, you know, metal box that we think is this inanimate object. It, this is a portal that is truly just channeling your energy of how it is that you're showing up to the audience. So you're having a very reciprocal conversation with the person who's viewing your content. Even if you feel like, oh, I'm just by myself in my home on my phone. Like I feel like an idiot. I'm just talking to myself. My voice sounds weird. I don't know where to look. I don't know what to do with my hands. And, you know, we go through all of those things thinking like we're showing up in some really fake way. It's like, you're really just using that that channel that portal of that communication it's incredibly powerful and it's not something to be taken lightly i mean it really is a responsibility if you're if you're going to have the claim that you can help someone which my guess is if they're in this audience they really can. If somebody's gotten to this point where they're doing the work and they're showing up and they're listening and they're caring at this point, like then you really probably do have something that can really help someone. Your business has a purpose that's going to change someone's lives. So if you're like my message matters and you're going to have the audacity to show up and try to interrupt somebody on their scroll on social media, then you need to honor that and show up mm-hmm. in a way that's that's actually compelling. That's truthful. That's authentic. That's gonna make me stop and say, "Oh, ooh, I need to listen to this. This is interesting."
1: Well, let's deep dive into that word "authentic" for a minute because Mm -hmm. um, I'm just—I can just hear. I'm thinking of this one client in particular right now. I can just hear his his voice and him him starting to say, "But Melanie, like, I watch these TikTok videos. I watch YouTube. I watch the reels and." I can't do those things. That's not authentic to me. What does it mean to you to be authentic on camera? And why do you think that's an important piece of making video work for you and your brand?
0: I love that question. I I think in the end, it's going to be the only thing that really matters. And you'll see social media is constantly going to be evolving through different trends. And, you know, we've seen a huge uptick in the last several months of a trending audio is what's blowing up on Instagram, for instance. Mm -hmm. Well, Instagram's already made an announcement that they're going to be focusing less on audios and more on face to camera and original audio and original messages that people have to say because what's happening is too many people are jumping on a trend and just looping and so then you're scrolling on your feed and it's the same video repeated over and over and over and over again and it's completely losing its entertainment appeal but also its authenticity. So the people who are like what's authentic what's real to them when they feel alive, uh they're showmen and they're creating trends and and dances and skits and routines and you know that fits for that creator. So I need to see what fits for you. Uh, it's kind of a small example, but I think it's pretty helpful here. It's specific is I had a client of mine who she's like, I get really nervous about becoming camera ready about looking the part, like ready to be filmed. She's like, but I'm, uh, hiking so she's a traveler. She's got her little, um, van that she drives around to and to different amazing hiking spots and will mountain bike and go on these incredible adventures and these trails. And she's like, I'm outdoors all the time. She's like, I don't wear makeup and I don't have a lot of space in my little van. She's like, I don't want to go, you know, buy a bunch of makeup just so that I can film and be on camera because she had that preconceived notion that that was like a requirement. And That is not going to be authentic to her. You know, it's a a very just tangible example of something where it's like she had to check in with herself and we have a conversation about it of it doesn't make sense for this mountain biker adventure wilderness gal who never wears makeup in her real life to suddenly put on a bunch of makeup just for the camera. And that's going to add an extra sort of pressure for her to think, oh, I need to look a certain way to, to be like these other people that I've seen online your goal is not to be like them. Your goal is to be who you actually are and hit record and share that because when you're showing up as who you are and somebody else gets to see that and feel that connection, like that's how you actually stand out and build a real audience and create a meaningful relationship with these people.
1: Mm, I love it. So good. Kelsey, this is really hitting the nail on the head here. And I'm so grateful you're bringing this into the conversation because I mean, this was the turning point for me is I'm watching all these videos and I I actually make a, a whole brand uh, message around the fact that I don't dance. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. not dancing on video. <laughs> but sure. what it, when I dropped, when I shifted my mindset and I stopped trying to be like everybody else and I said, I'm just going to be like me. And I I here is the shift in my head. And I'm sure this is what you teach your clients too, is um like the more like me I am, the more I bring me to the table, the more I'm going to attract the right clients that want to work with me. because I don't want people who are looking for something else and then going, that's not what I thought I was getting. I want them to want what I bring to the table.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I'm really enthusiastic. I'm a highly passionate person. I'm silly and I'm playful and I tell stories and that's, that's how I am. And that's how I teach. And that's how I am on camera and in my videos. And I just had a client, we did a private session and he was like, when I he he had bought my be camera confident bootcamp bundle, it's like a mini weekender course. Such a great starting point. It really is an introduction to everything. Sets the foundation. So he started there, and he's like watching your videos and seeing and feeling the way that your energy was moving. And like I I felt like I was in the room with you. And he's like and even seeing you, you know, look around and like nothing was robotic nothing was like mm-hmm. I am locked into the camera and I would this is I'm teaching and we're super professional right now and you know like it was full of personality he's like I this is what he said to me he's like I felt so relieved and felt like I can actually learn from this person because now it feels safe for me to be myself when I'm making my own videos mm-hmm. and that's my goal Love that's it. the whole point
1: yeah it really is I mean you know it's like our superpowers are our superpowers yes. so the more authentic oh. we can let those shine you know the more credibility and influence and you know magnetic captivating quality we have so i'm so yes. glad that you're bringing this into the work you do yeah let's talk about what video presence means cuz mm-hmm. you've thrown that term around a couple times and i guess maybe let's talk about what it is and why it's a key piece of the video and like continuing to grow the reach of our brand out in the world.
0: Yes. Oh, so I use that word specifically with this intention of two meanings. The first is your energetic presence. Because what happens is when we have this camera in front of us, it's suddenly like this wall, this little barrier, you know, and we have to push our energy through it. And so if we're... Maintaining our same energy that we would if I was two feet from a, a person, um, it's going to not necessarily land to the audience because it has to go through this portal, right? It's that channel. So I have to learn how to harness the me. The, the parts of me that make me authentic like all the things we were talking about, I need to learn how to make sure that I'm staying true to that, that I'm really being that person and I'm bringing that energy out and then I'm sharing it through the camera so that they can actually feel it and receive it on the other end. That is your energetic presence on camera. That's your video presence. That's, it's the performance piece of it. And I say that with caution because we're not performing with quotations here, like in a way that's creating any sort of false connections, right? Where we're faking anything, you're performing in the sense where you're aware that you're sharing your energy. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And and it's, I've always heard the rule of thumb that on video, you want to bring your energy up more than feels natural because the translation through that portal, as you call it, it kind of like, it's it, it can feel a little like low and low energy and kind of monotonous, if you don't hype it up and bring that energy up a little bit. And so even it might feel unnatural to you, it's going to feel more compelling to the person who doesn't know you yet on the other side of the, the, you know, the video that they're watching.
0: Exactly. Because you're showing up for them, for them to be able to have the message land so they Mm -hmm. can feel it in the way that you meant it. And that's a skill. I mean, that takes Mm -hmm. practice. And that's really when You become free to let your magic and the parts of you that are captivating and really compelling. That's because you're consciously creating and upping that energy. So you're allowing that to actually come through instead of being like, oh, well, you know, when I'm next to somebody, it's just there. Well, harness it, channel it a little, little bit, like intentionally share that. So what we work on with my clients is I have the dial method. Where I'm like, all right, so right now I I can feel uh, you know, this part of what's in your personality that's so mesmerizing and amazing. This is part of your magic. We want to turn that up. It's about 10%. I just want to amplify that, but to to get us maybe up to like 70%. So we have some techniques we can do to work on that to really turn that dial up. Versus some of the things that are fear-based, where people are super fidgety or constantly like tossing their hair around or seeing lots of ums or we get mouth clicking things like the, all the nerves, the way things show up for us. We're gonna turn that dial down so that those things that are really distracting can can become more subtle and more quiet and less less of something that's gonna impede the way it's gonna land for the audience. That's all cultivating that presence. But you think, I mean, a camera, that wall that's between us, we have to amplify everything by about 30% to really move through that. And that's even, so if we use the example of makeup again, because all, all of our women here can understand this at least, for sure, like people are familiar with this. We, we understand what that feels like, is it's because even when you have lighting and then the camera lens, you're losing about 10 to 30% of your coloring on your face. And so that's where, like, okay, we do put on a little bit more makeup, or just, you know, like your mom used to do, pinch your cheeks a little bit before you get on camera, add a little bit of color. Well, if it's like my hiking gal, if it's not on brand, it's irrelevant. Also, she's outdoors, so she got beautiful natural light, and it wasn't really irrelevant for her anyway. But two, that's how we have to think about our energy, as we just turn that up a little bit more in a way that we're not losing any of that connection to who we really are. So I have I have clients who are like, I'm not like, I don't have a big personality. Like I don't, I don't have a lot of Like I'm really, I'm kind of flat anyway. And this is them self-identifying as that. I was like, that's completely okay. It's going to come as come through as a lot more uh, of drop-in moments of our calm connecting moments. It might be a little bit more of a serious tone. It's it, we just have to find how that relates appropriately to your message in a way that's still going to connect in a in a compelling way to your audience. So that's where we can really cater and work on things with the individual to make sure that they're not losing that presence hmm. yeah, And then. Well said. um thank you. I got really excited about this stuff. <laughs> I have a lot of enthusiasm. And then I just want to touch on the second piece of that of the presence is we hear the term omnipresence online, right? Oh, we want to be able to find you everywhere. That's really overwhelming, but video is extremely helpful in that. Where let's say you make one long form piece of content for YouTube, you're filmed in horizontal. You can have your editor and your assistant do punch in shots and do a crop, especially if you're stationary at your office, and do portrait cuts that can be then reshared on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and in your emails. So you, and YouTube shorts. don't don't sleep on those. Those are really, really effective right now. So that's how I would instruct my clients. like if you're really trying to get that omnipresence, that would be the main focus and the way that I would recommend to do that.
1: Mm. Great tips. I love it. Okay, so, I, I I mean, I'm have a renewed inspiration right now to do more video. <laughs> it's not my favorite platform, I'll fully admit. And I also see the value. I've I've gotten more involved in shorts and I've seen a huge amount of traction with those. Yeah. But if somebody knows all this, they know all the things. They're like, I get it, I get it, but they still aren't getting in front of that camera. They're not making time to film their shorts. They're still feeling it's way too complicated. And it's mm-hmm. just like I don't have the bandwidth for it what advice would you have for them to stop the procrastinating and putting the brakes on and start showing up using this platform
0: yes uh that self protection mode that we go into of procrastination is extremely human it's really okay first forgive yourself and then decide to move on you know it's like if we stand we wallow in that that's going to set us back with my clients we create a a very specific three-step process. It's my before, during, after method. And when I work individually with people, we customize this to them, but otherwise it's in my course. It's something that anybody can create. And we're going to do a quick breakdown of what it is right now. It's what it sounds like. You create a before, a during, and an after system that supports you in your emotional and your physical state. So What is the specific routine you take yourself on before you film? And for most of my clients, that's like 20 jumping jacks and a specific breathing method. And we'll maybe do some tapping and something to change your physiological state that pushes your excess nerves out and gets your brain focused and ready to do the task at hand in a way that feels good because we're training your body and your mind to say, this is safe. This is actually fun. Okay. I can actually like this. I can get on board. And then your during process, it's your support notes. If you have a a sticky note with your bullet points on there, something to keep you focused and, you know, go into a lot more detail with that in the training, but that's a great jumping off point is even just making sure that you have your sticky, your support sticky notes (laughs) and you have that right in front of you so that, you know, you won't get lost. You know, you know what you're doing. You know, people are always like, oh, I'll, I'll get on and I'll make the video if I just know what I'm going to talk about. Well, great. Now we're removing that excuse and we have our support sticky note. And we also have certain mantras that are really helpful to keep in the mind while you're actually on camera, while you're filming, whether it's live or pre-recorded. that's going to help keep your brain focused and on point and feeling like, okay, I can do this. No matter what happens, I'll be okay. I will be safe. This isn't actually a threat, right? And then we have our after process. So creating a specific routine for you, that's something that's going to actually work for you. That's teaching you, this is safe. This is fun. I can do this. This, I want to do this. I get to do this again. And it starts to build in just, you actually have a routine and a system for instead of, okay, I'm going to get to filming later. That's going to come on down the line. You actually know that you have something they're built around your process to support you through the yucky feelings.
1: Great advice. I was just thinking, like, how do I get past those nerves? And one of the things that I always tell myself, unless it's live, of course, is it's a video. If I don't like it, I can do it again. <laughs> you yeah. know? And yes. and and that's one of the things. I mean, I do get a little perfectionist at times, but. I'll give myself permission to redo it two or three times or five times or whatever till I feel like it's really strong. And what I find is because I'm in that energy and I'm building some momentum, usually the third take is the best one. Mm -hmm. And after that, I'm just overthinking it. But, you know, it's like, I I think just even giving myself permission to do it again, if I don't like, it just helps me get past that. Okay, you know, I have to do this in one shot and it feels like a lot of pressure.
0: Exactly. Uh, It's self-imposed pressure. It's you know, it's something that it's not no no one else is there being like, hey, it has to fit XYZ expectations. And this is our own self-imposed pressure. And so if we do the work on the front end of working through our our insecurities and our self-doubts and we have a solid brand foundation, we have a strategy and we understand the content and the purpose of the content and our avatar and who we're talking to and why we're talking to them, why it matters to us, when all of that's there. When it's time to hit record. They're like, okay. And I have a rule, it's like five takes maximum. That's it. Don't be sitting there for 20 takes because you're just going to be drowning yourself. So, five takes maximum. And you're going to do your before process. You've got your during support there. And hitting record suddenly becomes like, oh, God, it feels good. Now I have this done. Like I feel so rewarded and at peace after because I did all that foundation. I understand what I'm doing and why and where it's going. I actually have a plan for posting it. And I have either an editor or a VA, somebody who can help me actually hit publish and get this out into the world. And then it's going to feel so so clean and rewarding. And even though in your mind afterwards, you're going to be like, oh my God, did I say that dumb? Was that wrong? Should I have done this differently? Would this have been better? All of that, that protection mechanism that kicks in, you know, to try to save you from your own fears. All we can do with that is learn then for next time and be like, oh, great. Okay. Actually, I did notice, you know, maybe I had this many vocalized pauses, this many ums, this many likes. Maybe that's something I want to work on great. It's like now we have a metric for something we can pay attention to and continue to grow from next time. No pressure, no big deal. Yeah.
1: Great. I love it. I am sure that our listeners are going, okay, I want more of this great insight and wisdom to be magical on camera. What would be a great resource for um, our listener today to come and check out more of your work?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I would love that. Please please do start diving into this. I mean, it's just going to help free you so much from any of the the confines of that fear and really help unlock the true magic that you have within you so that you are genuine and authentic on camera. So if you go to kelseymore.com slash gift, I'll have a free gift there for you that's going to really start to just help you realize that within yourself and see specifically how you can start unlocking your magic on camera. And my name's spelled a little funny. It's K-E-L-L-S-I-E. And then more standard spelling, M-O-O-R-E.com slash gift. Definitely check that out. And also if you have any questions about this stuff and you're like, your wheels are spinning, just DM me on Instagram. It's Kelsey underscore more. Uh, Find me on Instagram, DM me, send me a message. I'll get back to you. I'll probably send you a voice note or video and I'll be really excited. I love answering these questions. I think it's so much fun.
1: I love it. Uh, We'll link those up in the show notes for you. So wherever you are listening to this, if you scroll down uh, past the show notes, you'll see the resources. Well, Kelsey, this is the fun moment for me where I get to dig a little deeper into who you are and how you got where you are today. Obviously, you've had some career pivots and you've made some big, bold changes in your life. What would you say is the boldest thing you ever did to get where you are today?
0: Oh, it really is a fun question. Uh, I really like that. I feel like this is really going to sound so cheesy and generic, but I promise it's not. simply deciding that i can do it I, I it sounds so light but anyone who's been in that position where you're like we are facing a change and you're like do i renew this contract do i stay in this job do i make this move do i put myself out there do I make this audition tape do I learn how to build a funnel do I any any one of these steps do I even create a social media account do I put together a course a business model do I say yes to this investment and learn the skill every single time faced with those questions just deciding and having that belief and saying I actually can do this it's I'm worth it. It's worth it. And I can. And that's a really, that's a really bold and really hard decision to make over and over and over again, every new step of growth. And yeah, that's definitely <laughs> probably that's the, the hardest thing. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think a lot of people relate to that. I mean, I think one of the boldest things I ever did was make the decision to leave corporate and that security. I mean, anytime you have to tell yourself, I can do this, you know, there's a leap of faith that, that is involved there. So I think it's a great example. Okay. So if you think back from where you are right now, and you look back over the trajectory of from the moment you started this business and you think about a moment where you're like, I made this decision and it was a great decision. Is there, but you waited too long to make the decision. Ah. (laughs) What would that be?
0: Ah, launching, creating my in-person event. I wish I had started that sooner. I waffled on that a little bit too much and a longer runway for that would have made it a lot more, a lot more peaceful, a lot easier, but it was so worth it in the end. It it was an amazing decision, but it was such a big, scary one um, to host and put on my own private three-day retreat event. Um, and I brought, brought in a professional film crew and had 10 amazing entrepreneurs there. And we had three days to do all the deep dive work and creating their their scripts, their pitches, bring the crew and have them be filmed. We practiced with the phone and with the professional camera and set up. And it was remarkable It was awesome it was so good it was so fun and it was so hard so much work and I'm really proud I said yes to that and said yes I can do this but I really wish that I had had jumped in sooner faster made moves on that uh, because it's a lot it's a lot yeah
1: that's a good example thank you so much for bringing your magic to amplify your success today. And as you're listening in, first of all, remember to go get Kelsey's gift, Kelseymore.com forward slash gift. We will link that up in the show notes. Um, And uh, I want to hear like, what has this inspired you to do differently today? Are you going to do your video with more magic in it? Are you going to start doing shorts? Like, What will you apply this to so you can start amplifying the reach of your brand?